Good morning, everyone. Wake up, get some hot chocolate, get your presents from Santa that you got a couple days ago, and get ready to be motivated. It's new Monday. It's special Christmas Monday. The next Monday after Christmas, of course. Everyone knows that holiday. Happy Christmas Monday, everybody. Happy Happy Christmas Christmas Monday. Happy Christmas Monday. No more Monday morning motivation, only Christmas morning motivation. I hope you all are ready after the great Christmas events that you've been through. Probably, I don't don't know. It depends on you. Or, Or Hanukkah. If uh, oh, for, our, yes, for our yes. Jewish listeners or Kwanzaa for our African listeners, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa is like no a is a is like a holiday they celebrate in some parts of what? Africa. Uh-huh. I don't know the full history, but I think it was like it was created as an alternative to Christmas. Oh, oh, I'm not sure if it was no, like post-colonial. Of us don't quote gifts. me on that, but it's like uh, yeah, Kwanzaa uh-huh. is always a, is a funny mm. one if you see somebody That's like cool. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, <laughs> I'll add one like by my, uh, I'll add one from myself as well. Happy Christmas to all the people in the Orthodox uh, Christianity and also Armenians because we have on the sixth, seventh, eighth. It's a little bit different than the Catholics. So oh. just out there for the future Christmas. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas, everybody! <laughs> to everyone, yeah. Well, it's special Christmas episode, and if you're wondering who's the third person talking right now, because there's usually two of us, right? Mm. <laughs> Strange voice. It's our special guest for today. We have Felix. Felix, the owner of our Slim Radio, well, previously UVA Radio, but now huge changes. We have changed. Monday morning motivation changed into Christmas motivation. Exactly, yeah, we're changing everything. <laughs> everything is being we changed. We like change. You know, a lot of people are scared yeah. of change. They're scared of things mm. they don't know. Mm. But you have to embrace it. Exactly. For new Always, things, man. of course. That's, That's growth. That's what we've been saying all the time. Don't mm. be scared of change. Here we are. <laughs> and exactly, so what's important is he is actually the founder, and uh, we actually have a pretty big history of having founders on this podcast and we want to talk about that we want to talk about the motivation around it the reasons what's going on right now because we had a big name change uh everything is changing we're like what is Mm -hmm. going on how did this how did this happen how did it even come to here that's the thing what would be a greater better opportunity than christmas morning with our with the uh founder of the radio (laughs) thank you les thank you i'm very uh very honored that you like to have me on as a guest it's funny because i don't think of myself as a very I guess I am motivated, but I'm not disciplined. Mm-hmm. No. And it's only really with yeah. the radio that I've been able to to become a discipline or like, you know, some semblance of a disciplined, motivated person. Because beforehand, yeah. I, I still struggle with university quite uh-huh. a lot, but the radio has really yeah. been able to to get me out of that and to give me that motivation that I needed. Would you oh. say that it gives you purpose? Definitely. A Definitely, lot of the yeah. time, people don't, like the key to motivation is really about finding purpose and about mm. doing something that gives you purpose. And also, and I've noticed that in my own life as well, that when you do find something that gives you purpose, then it kind of bleeds into the rest of the things you're doing in your life. Mm. And then everything mm, else, you just true. do better and you get more motivation. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that Jordan Pearson was saying as well, that uh, the more responsibility you take on, the, 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 more, the, the better you're going to function as a human being. Yeah, so because you need to actually focus on uh, fitting everything in your day and like mm-hmm. in your daily routine and everything, and that will require to require you to actually become way more disciplined than you were before. Yeah. I guess we can say the same about ourselves. At least I feel it a little bit with the podcast. Mm. Of course, it's not the same as running a whole radio, but still, it's some kind of responsibility that still makes you uh, kind of makes you more motivated to work and you know move on, Definitely, make new ideas yeah, yeah. and everything. It's just so much fun, <laughs> yeah. and I think it's something where you have a motivation and a responsibility to do something that mm. you you really chose to do mm-hmm. and there's not there's not much you're getting out of it except mm-hmm. for the thing itself so yeah. it's more pure in that way whereas i feel uh-huh. like a lot of the other things that we tend to do as human beings um 
For like example, university univer- gives you a paper. University yeah. gives you that paper. Like your job gives you that paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, a girlfriend mm-hmm. gives you that that sex, that that dependency, commitment, whatever. <laughs> I'm here with Nathan's girlfriend as I say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, there's always a bit of a payoff in some way. Yeah. But, um, I feel like with podcasts, it's it's something where you're only doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. And you just get mm-hmm. that content out of it. You get that just that feeling of okay i'm gonna go into this place uh-huh. say my stuff mm. and put it out there yeah and then and your satisfaction it. as well because yeah. you feel so much more satisfied like right. yeah i did something I it's the actual something. creation exactly yeah. yeah it's really it's really great but let's start with the radio i kind of we're kind of curious about the whole radio and like how it actually started because uh, you know it started as the uva radio right it started yeah. with the, as a part of the university uva radio uva radio i just pronounced it uva I'm sorry. everybody always does that nobody yeah. nobody knows it's uva radio that's the thing international like dutch people always yeah. know ufa radio Uf, yeah ufa mm. you know i try to pronounce it as like ufa but like i, I don't know <laughs> it just sounds yeah. weird. Oh God. <laughs> um you gotta learn man yeah <laughs> it was never really a part of the university uh-huh. that's the thing we always use the name but it was something that me and a few friends of mine um in september 2018 or um, we made moves towards it in the summer beforehand mm-hmm. but it really mm-hmm. got off the ground in september slash august 2018 mm-hmm. and i got onto it because my friend said yo do you want to start doing a podcast and i had the first podcast on the radio or the second mm-hmm. podcast on the radio um mm-hmm. and as soon as i started doing it i realized that this was like really fulfilling and it was the kind of thing where I've struggled with university and academic stuff Mm -hmm. uh, as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you're somebody who struggles in that setting, but you're also somebody who considers themselves intelligent in some way, um, it's difficult to reconcile those things because I went through pretty much my entire high school education, my first three years Mm -hmm. of university Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, I'm smart but I'm fucking up university yeah. on a really base level. I fucked up high school on a really base level. Same thing. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I also lost a couple of jobs because I was late to work, you know, and mm. I'm just thinking the whole time, like, am I a fuck up? Yeah, like, yeah, am yeah, I yeah. actually shit? Like, why can't I do these basic things that everybody else is able to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that can also hurt your self-esteem quite a lot. So when I found mm. the podcast stuff and I saw that I had some kind of a skill with this, mm. I really loved it. And there was also the potential to make it into something massive. I mm-hmm. think in that moment, I decided implicitly like, okay, I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like it went from being my priority was, you know, socializing or, yeah. you know, chilling out to this was my priority yeah. and it replaced mm-hmm. it. And I think that was, uh, uh-huh. yeah. that was a big step for me. And I just yeah. realized that, okay, if I put all of my time into this, so much effort, just really start to believe in it and back it. Uh-huh then I can make it into the proper radio station for the university. Mm. And um, that was always my goal. At the beginning, I was running it with some other guys who founded it with me, um, but they dropped out after like five, six months. So then I was running it on my own for a while. And then I got loads of my friends onto it. um, And they started doing some of the first podcasts. Mm. And then we had like, uh, yeah, we started doing interviews. I think I was actually just thinking about it just then when I was in the toilet. Um, about like what were the birth, like biggest steps for our legitimacy mm-hmm. as a station. And I think um, probably the first one was having interviews with ambassadors, having interviews with big names, because oh. then that mm-hmm. proved to the yeah. university, that proved to other people, like, okay, this isn't just 
you know, some people doing podcasts, yeah. which it is, it is, but it's like, you know, we're trying to be more than that. We're trying mm, to be yeah. some kind of official station. Um, and I think that was also what made the university believe in us after that first year. Mm, they mm. then gave us some funding for the whole of last year. Um, and yeah, from then it just kind of, it grew quite steadily. And then I think mm. the main reason why I chose to do it in the first place and dedicate my time to it was because I saw the potential to have uh-huh. a community radio station within the university or under the banner of the university. Especially after getting those crazy interviews, right? Yeah. Yeah. With stuff like, I mean, you know, those were just more things for, I think for ourselves to believe in yeah. what we were doing. Of like, exactly. Okay, like, you know, we it might, gives you legitimacy and yeah, like yeah. that this is actually going somewhere. They feel exactly, like that you're yeah. doing something like valuable. You're yeah. making something value. Yeah. So I think that was a big mm. part, um, a big step. And obviously getting the money, we moved from mm. a room in the building opposite us um, to this space we're in now with two rooms. That enabled us to start having way more meetings, have a lot more people. Right now, for example, we're filming a short film. Mm-hmm. I just had an interview with some girl who wants to join the journalism team. Um, there's always stuff happening here and having yeah. this space has allowed us to grow in that way. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think it was also... A big part of the motivation was was trying to create something where people could do what they love. And in the same way, what I was saying about the initial motivation was me finding that thing that I love doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just continuing with it because I saw the potential. I also realized that this was a way to get people doing what they loved. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning, that was just podcasts, but then I knew there was potential to grow it into visuals, yeah. to grow it into journalism, yeah. events, and it can be whatever we want it to be because there's no there's no money really involved in it yet. Yeah. And that freedom is 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 integral to all of it. Yeah, so far people, are, uh, people who are doing it, including us, are doing it because they actually enjoy it, right? Yeah. So it's more authentic, I would say. You actually, yeah. you actually put effort because you feel passionate about what you're doing. Mm. I think that's that's amazing. That's really great what, what <coughs> Slim Radio is doing right now. Mm. You know, I kind of get a feeling from what you're saying and tell me if I'm wrong. Um, I feel like, uh, so like you had that life before UVA Radio, um, like, um, yeah, losing jobs and all that. Um, I feel like what you've built right now is since you're putting, you said yourself, like you put it as first priority and I feel like, this radio has kind of become part of yourself. And uh, that part of what pushes you forward is that you feel that you are this radio and that if it did fail or if it died or something like that, that it would be a part of you that dies. 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feels mean, like a limb being <laughs> torn off. That's, that's a sad topic. No, no, that's, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. I mean, it's important because you got to know where it comes from exactly. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's an important component of it. Because it really feels like you and, you know, like you take care of your own body. So if you start feeling like it's a part of you, then that's when you truly internalize, like, I need to do this. This is my responsibility. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, It's funny you say that because I realized that about a year ago when um, our old social media director, Natalia, Mm. we had just spent like a few weeks making this like mockumentary office style thing about all of us planning a party at Vondelbanker, which we, um, yeah, it was like November, 2019. So we did like this whole kind of mockumentary where I was like Michael Scott and everybody had like their own little character. And there was a storyline of <laughs> yeah, like uh-huh. me going away to Ibiza for a week, 
whilst everybody was organizing the party and I come back and get really angry for whatever reason. And we edited this whole thing. And the the final scene of the first episode was mm-hmm. me having like a monologue on the canal talking about how it's all too stressful and I just can't handle it. And it's like, <laughs> you know, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And uh, yeah, and, and I had like loads of dramatic pauses in this fucking speech. And, yeah. and Natalia, she edited out my pauses. Uh-huh. And I asked her not to, but then she uploaded it anyway without the, without the pauses. Mm-hmm. And it was on Facebook. It was live for like half an hour. I got a bunch of likes. I think it was already doing quite well. Um, and I saw it and I think... A lot of it was like an ego thing. A lot of it was an authority thing of like, I asked you to do this and you didn't. I'm oh, supposed to be yeah. in charge here, but you're oh. not maybe respecting my authority. You're talking about the feelings you had that she went ahead with her own. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. No. She went ahead with that. And that's mm. a separate discussion. But I think that was my motivation in deleting it. And I was definitely wrong to delete it over such a small uh-huh. thing when it's something that she put so much time into. And yeah. It was really her project. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think I, I kind of can can understand how that feeling of like when you own something right. or like when something is yours and you ask people to kind of being uh, helping you around yeah. because when you own something there are people that kind of work for you let's say it's yeah definitely uh, de- like like a small, to, in a smaller like, scale you, but need to, you need to maintain yeah. that but i realized mm. that wasn't the time for me to do that yeah it's but like, like find the 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 line between what's actually obey like giving you know saying this is what how i want it and yeah. someone actually making something creative and thinking this uh, is better because I of see. taking it their way yeah, yeah so yeah when it ties into yourself you start you start i mean taking it personal into like yeah this is like yeah. instead of taking it as a work of you know someone's uh, you know his his or her idea of like how to actually make the video uh-huh. you take it as a as like as an attack on yourself like personal attack like exactly you it's, just didn't listen to it's me. hard to manage the loss of control in terms of uh realizing that when someone works for you, you have to share mm-hmm. part of the responsibility to them. Yeah. But when it's so, when it's something that you built yourself, uh, you start thinking, why would I? It's my thing. I built it myself. At, I should at make At the same the time, you also, you know, you also like really value what you've created, right? You're also like scared of losing mm-hmm. it. You're so scared of, you know, uh, something might happen. So mm-hmm. you also want to have like constant control. So yeah, definitely. I think, yeah. But it was, sense, but what I was uh, getting to was not so much that feeling because mm-hmm. that, that is actually true what you've just said about how like the authority yeah. and the control and your vision being implemented is always quite an integral thing and that's yeah. something which I have to grapple with a lot in yeah. terms of running it now and I have mm. to like let things go. Like for example, something like that now, I know that Marie who's filming the short film, like I edited some of the script, I gave mm. her feedback on the script and... Um, like I can always be there to give my input, but a lot of the time, the less input I give, the better it goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. because more I don't authentic it will be. Because it's more it's authentic, and you need to give people that freedom. Yeah. And I think uh-huh. at that moment, I wasn't giving um, Natalia and also other people enough freedom to do what they needed to do. Yeah. But what really came, and when I realized how much a part of me this project was, was after that when she quit. Because when I deleted it off Facebook, she just quit. Ah. She was like, I'm out. Fuck this. And she had done so much for the radio in the past like six months. She had really built a lot of the brand. Um, She had, you know, built a team around media, which I didn't have much to do with because she wanted to maintain that. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was really happy with how that was going. Yeah. Um, So I got really fucking, you know, skits after that. I was like, yeah. Oh my god! Like I tell you, you can't quit. Like I basically <laughs> begged to have her back on board. I was uh-huh. like, nah, like you can't, you can't leave, you can't leave because in my mind at that time, she was absolutely integral to the future of the organization. Yeah. And I yeah. thought like, 
man, how am I going to run her team yeah. without her? Like, I, don't, I barely know these people. Like, they're all going to quit, you know, if, mm. if she quits, which might have happened, might not have. But it just showed to me after that whole incident, and then she came back on board and we worked together for another few months. Mm. Um, it showed to me that, like, I had taken way too much of myself and put it onto this project mm. because the yeah. thought of her leaving caused me constant anxiety for, like, four days when it shouldn't mm. have. Like, she's just somebody... You know, she was very important at that time, but it's, it's not the end of the world, you know? And mm. in the end, when she did leave, I realized like, okay, now I actually feel much more comfortable with the thing as a whole. Yeah. I'm much more secure in what I'm doing, even though it was the start of coronavirus and everybody was leaving. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. And we had like fucking, basically everybody go home and loads of people kind of implicitly stopped working at the radio. Mm -hmm. I felt way more control around all of it. Mm -hmm. And oh, just that, yeah. okay, as long as I'm doing my shit, Mm -hmm. And I believe in it, and I, you know, keep on trucking. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who leaves, really. And yeah, as nowadays long as you just keep walking, just keep going forward. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's another thing. Is like, I think if we're talking about like how I did this, my motivation um, in taking it forward, mm -hmm. I think one of the most important things which I've tried to do over the last few years is just is just belief. It's mm -hmm. just. It's just fucking belief because if people can see that you 100% believe in what you're doing yeah. and you're positive about it, mm -hmm. you're energetic about it, you're excited about it, that is just infectious. Mm -hmm. So every single board meeting, I know yeah. like, I have to be on my A game and bring in uh, an air of like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing that, it's going to be yeah. sick, it's going to be great, bang, bang, bang. And when I, when I do that, then everybody then goes to their teams and... Spreading yeah. the same energy. To yeah. Same energy, well. man. And especially nowadays, yeah. like, I feel like there's so much stuff that's negative mm -hmm. in our world, whether or not that's university, how we can't mm -hmm. go to class, socializing is like, you know, five, ten people max. Mm. You can't go on holiday anywhere. You can't fucking go to a pub and watch the football. You can't do anything. And, like, I really wanted this to be something where people come into it. They're doing their stuff. They're working together with other people. Yeah. And they can meet new people learn new skills and be a part of something which is going in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually great. It's actually something I would stand with like 100% with like yeah. being positive and just, you know, just believe in what you're yeah. doing. Mm -hmm. I've just, you know, a lot of people just call me like stupidly optimistic, but I'm just like, yeah, and I know it's going to be good. I just believe that everything's going to be right. And mm -hmm. just going to move on. Like, why would I give up? Yeah. Look what if I give up and it turns out it was going to be good. And that just wasted a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you never know until you just you know keep moving. It's not it's not gonna be like mm -hmm. that bad. <laughs> it's not gonna be the end of the world if you keep moving. <laughs> That's yeah, why you yeah, get yeah. motivated and get up your asses and start working, people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You know, um, it seems to me like because um, you know you it kind of feels like uh, losing part of your vision when someone uh, makes their own decisions and just does their own thing when they work for you. They work on your project, but then uh, it's interesting because it seems like from what you're telling me, that when people leave, that's when actually your vision comes back and you realize that that your vision is actually under all of this and that uh, whatever these people do, it's it's all above this vision of you, the, the base that you've created of all the work like you've made like in the two, beginning. I think two different like concepts that we're trying to tackle. First is like the authority of like how you feel everything like that everything, you know, is being run by one person or like mm. many people who can affect it or who cannot. And the second is like um, how you view the whole idea as the idea, just the idea or like the people around it. Because mm. you right now we're like trying to connect them 
saying that you know this is how you felt and this is how you acted but like when you think about it they're like two different things that you know, Felix went through first that you know thinking that uh working here is the idea that matters like just to, to, like, the motivation to actually work so when someone leaves doesn't mean that they and just uh, like the world ended mm-hmm. like the, the radio still stands it still can work and you can still go go forward it doesn't mean you need to give up and the second one you can think about like uh, when someone brings in their own idea creativity it doesn't mean that they're trying to suppress your authority they're just you know bringing their own creative idea that may work as well may, may work better because mm-hmm. that that's their vision as well yeah i think i, I think to an extent um the uh, the one about people leaving yeah and how that affects things you're definitely right in terms of like i felt more motivated actually in those moments mm-hmm. and that's oh. really i've noticed it like in those like when coronavirus happened and everybody kind of left yeah. and i realized uh-huh. okay i had to like i have to rebuild and now i have to go back to how it was a year ago where i'm doing basically everything mm-hmm. on my own mm-hmm. i'm overseeing all aspects for the radio make it a reduced operation thing but you know what's funny though uh just to cut you off like real quick i feel like you and me we work well in situations of crisis yeah definitely like that definitely, that definitely yeah. like, i love a good crisis man love a good crisis i think we have a, <laughs> i think we have brains that are made to they are tuned to work in in situations yeah of crisis yeah. when something happens just uh survival yeah you know? a little bit i mean i think it's survival, also just uh so, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know what it is it's, it's I, th- i think a lot of it is being conditioned growing up around stress and shouting uh-huh. like my parents <laughs> love shouting Yeah. big big shouters and uh i grew up around that so when somebody shouts now at me it's it's not a thing you know i just don't and i think a lot of crisis stuff is like people will shout and there'll mm-hmm. be loud noises and panicking and that is essentially what it is when your parents are arguing or shouting at you a yeah. lot and it's like if you just get used to that from a young age you're like it's it's not always a good thing either because uh-huh. i notice now that like i'm also more prone to shout Uh-huh. which is terrible oh. i fucking hate it and yeah. it makes like my friends upset sometimes uh-huh. or you know any anybody it's a relationship um, with chaos yeah exactly that's a beautiful way of saying it but um yeah i'd, I'd say the crisis mode is more like when you kind of have to go away for a bit and it gets it gets a bit kind of lonely and you're like fuck like mm-hmm. all the stuff i've been working towards is falling away now Yeah. And I like it went from a situation where we had like, you know, live sessions happening in here every couple of days. We had four teams being, you know, properly established, meetings mm-hmm. in here all the time. We were planning parties, we were like really going up in February, and then March there was nothing. You know, mm-hmm. barely anything. Um so that is like it hurts because it's like, well, now everything that I was doing is just chucked in the mm-hmm. bin. But then it requires that moment of of reflection where you're like okay now nah, this is this is when you get tested mm-hmm. and i noticed it as exactly. well the year before when um a lot of people dropped out and the other people who i founded it with they decided to stop working on it mm-hmm. and i had to go out and convince loads of my friends to join and proper hustle to get it yeah. you know running again and that is when it becomes like a new thing mm-hmm. and it becomes like a new station almost and it gives mm-hmm. you a chance to reinvent yourself um yeah. so like both of those times were really important for me um but what you were saying about Um what was the second thing you were saying? Uh about the second with the deleting the video and like the authority of like yeah. being like pers- taking it personal when it comes to someone trying to put in their own small change or maybe a little bit larger but still. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that that's what my point was like taking it too much too personal when it comes to that small line. Definitely, but the, yeah, that's about um authority and I yeah. think that's something that um 
it is essential to have that. And it's something where like, I didn't just say it to everybody in the board, like mm-hmm. in all the interviews I had for the board, I said like, listen, like, you know, this is a, a creative community. This is, you know, a volunteer thing. This is, you know, this is going to be fun. We're doing this for fun. Yeah. Like we've been saying, but this is also something that you need to treat very seriously mm-hmm. as like, as a media company. Cause yeah, that's what we're course. trying to be. Yeah. Um, and it needs to, you need to have like, this is, you know, an internship, like mm-hmm. a low commitment, laid back internship where you can, mm-hmm. you know, do what you want basically. But mm-hmm. within that, you have to respect <coughs> all of the structures that we built up, the communication, the people who are in positions above you, mm-hmm. we're putting in way more time than you are mm-hmm. having way less fun with it than you are. Yeah. Who are, are, are making it happen behind the scenes. Pretty much allow you to have fun here. Right? <laughs> basically. Yeah. Like, facilitate that freedom yeah. essentially mm-hmm. and i said that to everybody in the board like if you join this you'll be doing a lot of work people on the board obviously do a lot more than the average member in the radio yeah mm-hmm. um, but i said like you'll have your department you'll have your freedom to enact mm-hmm. you know what you think is good in that mm-hmm. way but if i say no i say no and i decide everything mm-hmm. and that is like fundamental and if you're not okay with that if you're not down for that then you shouldn't be here and it's about getting that verbal contract right at the beginning of like, this is how shit's going to go. Mm. And it's not even because like, I'm a control freak. Like I'm happy to let loads of things happen yeah. without any oversight from me mm-hmm. because I trust the people in those positions, but it's mm-hmm. more about making everything dead clear mm-hmm. about how you make decisions. You know what they um, say, if you want to make something good, do it yourself, like make it yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> but it's, it's, it's more just like, I was so sick of these discussions of oh. these, like, oh. so many times in the board, we had, like, in the two previous boards that I run, uh-huh. we had discussions where I would say something and we get into a back and forth. And it's about something that's relatively minor. It doesn't actually matter in the grand scheme of things. But because I'm in a position where, you know, I'm being challenged by somebody who's putting in a fraction of the world that I'm putting into it. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I see what you're saying here. And, like, maybe neither one of us is right, but, like, you don't actually have the right to say it at this point. And like, you just want to come in here and come to the meeting every week when I've been like here every single day, putting in hours and hours of work, thinking about this constantly. Mm. And you come in here with your opinion and you're trying to force it on me and battle mm. it into, into what we're doing. I'm not down for that. I'm not mm. down for that, for that yeah. lack of respect, honestly, for this project. Mm. Um, yeah. I think that's just fair mm. to have like, to expect at least like people members to have that respect of, you know, when you also been like a part of the radio, like even the started like you started the radio, so you probably know better than like what what's better for the radio yeah. than someone who just started. Would be interesting if me and Nathan just busted into one of the board meetings, like yeah, we we want the radio to be like this. We think uh, it should be Tuesday morning motivation. How about yeah. that? It's Tuesday I'll morning, like, guys. Nope. It's, it's over. Sorry, no. guys. Sorry, not hey guys, th- we're taking over the radio. Yeah, it's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's a coup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, <laughs> can, you can try. I don't you can try. Come at us, man. Oh yeah. shit! This is a challenge. I hate to have fun with it, <laughs> but you know, I think it's also because that's a concept that people grasp. Um, people have issues with a lot in terms of uh, just relationships of power with like mm-hmm. uh, the workplace, with what it's like to run a company. Like uh, I- I'm very much around these uh, startup culture things. And of course, like, uh, yeah, when you, but, but that's kind of the difference. Like um, generally the way you justify this is by saying that you are the one who takes the responsibility. You are responsibly, uh, you are in the end, you are the one who is responsible for this whole thing. That's yeah. why there's all this pressure on you. That's why uh, you're the one who has to find leads. Mm-hmm. And 
and uh, who has to find good people because uh, everyone else is, is depends on you. And that's why. Like, that's why you have the final say because you're the one who has the responsibility. So you should be the one who... I mean, you need to be the one who uh, who approves what's going on. Yeah, so if something like happens, like if the whole thing falls down, you're gonna be the one without the radio. Like the other members are like, oh, okay, radio is no more, so I can just go chill, like I was always. And then I feel like it's yeah. like, yeah, my, uh, my whole plan went down. I would say yes, as in like, that's more about legitimacy mm-hmm. of like, okay, who has the right to be in that position? Yeah. Um, but I'd say it's it's more fundamental than that. It's just that there needs to be one person. It's just, that's, that's something is just like, I've seen it in student organizations before, you know, where you just have like a horizontal hierarchy. It's a great point. With, I remember this was like one of the first things, which um, when I first started doing the radio a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. do you know about humanities rally? Uh, I don't rally. They're like a, uh, a protest organization, which has been fighting for, like reducing fees, um, or not really reducing fees, but cutting the- University uh, fees? Getting rid of the budget cuts to humanities. Because the government and the university, they've been cutting budgets for humanities mm-hmm. for a long time now, and basically oh. just gutting it, selling humanities buildings, ignoring it. Yeah. It's yeah. more of just like a protest <clears throat> against general university business culture in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. Um, and they had a quite a lot of success a couple of years ago. They had some big marches, um, and their kind of movement in 2018 culminated in them occupying the Pese Hofthaus building yeah, overnight okay. with like 60 mm-hmm. people. They just fucking broke in and oh. like occupied it, mm-hmm. um, locked it off. And then they said, like when they were getting out, they said, we want to speak to the mayor. And the fucking mayor turned up, Femke Hausmar turned up. Wait, what is that building oh. real quick? Pese Hofthaus. So it's like a big old university building yeah. just near Dam Square, just on Spaustrad. Uh. Um, uh, and it's yeah, like, yeah, I think I, yeah, it's really, it's actually the biggest humanities building. Mm-hmm. You have uh-huh. Alman House, where we are now, you have Bus House, but they're both quite small. So it's a building that, um, where they have most of their lectures, I imagine. Yeah, like I've been going there for years. If you study okay. humanities, you go to this building okay. at least once. So a they week. were yeah. disrupting like the functioning of the university, but yeah, they, they occupied yeah. it for a whole, whole night, a whole morning, and they said, we want to mm-hmm. speak to the mayor, and um. The mayor fucking turns up an yeah. hour later. Yeah, <laughs> she turns up. They're like, shit, I wasn't expecting <laughs> what that. What now? <laughs> Whoa. And then uh, she's like, yo, I want to come in. And um, they were like, well, no police, no police. Allowed to come in. She was like, okay, I'm coming in with two bodyguards. That's it. No police, no funny business. Yeah. I'm down to talk, negotiate, whatever. Uh-huh. This would have been an incredible moment for like press coverage, everything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they said like, okay, we, we, like, we need to go. we need oh. to go discuss it. And then for an hour, they had 50 of them in a room oh, having no. a back and oh, forth no. about what to do. In the meantime, yeah, the mayor leaves. Yeah. Oh, God. And I oh, heard about this, man. That and is it killed so- me. Yeah, it yeah, killed yeah, yeah. me. And I fucking met some of the guys, mm-hmm. some of like the founding members, like the most influential ones in Humanities Rally, mm-hmm. outside the pub a couple of weeks later. And I was like what the fuck happened there? Like, yeah. what was, and they were like, no, we don't have, it's a horizontal hierarchy. There's no Jesus hierarchy. Yeah. And it's like, when you don't even know what you're you fucked doing. up, yeah. you fucked up. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, it's this idea that also I see a lot yeah. of like, in socialist thinking quite a lot of like hierarchy is bad. Yeah. And this yeah. is something which I think Jordan Peterson tries to dispel that myth quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main things I like about um, his work or his teachings mm-hmm. is that he tries to reinforce the idea that like hierarchy is not a bad thing. Mm. And just the fact that like 
I've established that very clearly in the radio. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're able to have a volunteer organization of mm -hmm. 90 people, which is putting out all sorts of different content daily yeah. <laughs> is because I've established that very clearly of like, mm -hmm. I run the board, the people within the board, they run their teams and they are in charge no matter fucking what. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what, even if everybody else in the visuals team says, I want this. If Marie says no, it's a no. Mm -hmm. And that is not because she's better than them. Yeah. That's because she has the job. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else. She is the decision maker. She's the there for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's as simple as that. And it's not like we like to compare people to each other yeah. and to like put these notions of superiority and inferiority mm -hmm. onto each other. Mm -hmm. But that's like, they're always going to be there. So it's about yeah. like just coming to terms with it and not making it like a normative thing of yeah. like, yeah. oh, because you're in charge, you're better than me. No, it's just, I am in charge. Yeah, That's it. You don't have to say like, oh, because you know they made the decision there and I wanted something else. Nah, you don't have the job. Sorry, man. Like maybe if you apply next year or you go somewhere else, you'll be in that position. Yeah, And you wouldn't want anybody in your team looking at you as if you're better than them. Because mm -hmm. you're not, you're just just doing a job i think yeah. it's it's also more like, like it's our radio you have joined us right you've joined like uh, when someone joins you like yeah this is our radio we we can tell you what to do yeah like you 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 came in here trying to you know be like i want to do this no you, you can't if you want to you start your own radio <laughs> if you don't like something you can start your own exactly radio, right? and mm -hmm. it's also you give people that freedom as well yeah. and it's like once you establish that baseline of respect mm -hmm. and understanding mm -hmm. that just frees up everything else and it means you don't it's not even like once you get into that tiebreak situation, you have to then be like, okay, this. Mm -hmm. It's more about just understanding. And like yeah. it frees like that responsibility being established around one person. Mm -hmm. It makes everybody else a lot more free to do what they want to do mm -hmm. because they don't have to worry about all the little things of communication yeah. or the pressure. Which takes yeah, so much time and energy. So much time and energy, man. And it's like, that means that everybody else can just do their thing. Yeah. And that is actually what leads to a really good environment, really good content, really yeah, good healthy yeah. environment. I guess the main good. part is actually uh -huh. that people focus on the one thing that they're meant to do so that it's very clear. This is what you're meant to do. You do so it. If you yeah. only focus on that, you're going to do it much better than if you have some weird relationship in terms of uh, in terms of hierarchy and where you are and. Well, who's supposed to be doing what? Oh, I wanted to do it like that, but they don't let me. Yeah, just don't do it. Leave the radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Even in the lateral like uh, leadership style, where there's yeah. not one leader, like people, people. I mean, everyone ends up doing everything, and that's so much multiplied work. When yeah. in the end, it's only one thing that's going to be done. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think the hierarchy here, at least here, from what we see, works pretty well. So that's that's really good for the uh, for the future development yeah. of the radio, which, by the way, we really are kind of curious. What is the future of the radio? Ah, interesting. <laughs> what do you have for okay. the future? Mm -hmm. We're really curious. I like after I this, here we go. Vision <laughs> after this huge change, vision, we're yeah. like, okay, what's next? Like, yeah. So classified, yeah. I've Got uh, oh. you know, watch out for them, <laughs> them idea sharks out there. But, um, Nah, my plan... Um, Idea sharks. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, that, was, that was on the spot. That was good, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, my, my plan was always at the beginning to for it to be the official radio station of the UVA. Uh -huh. But then at the beginning of lockdown, I realized that this was something that I wanted to do long time. Mm -hmm. um, and also I didn't trust that it oh. would be run in the same way um, that I've run it over the past two years. And that 
as this was the thing which I've created, mm-hmm. I felt like I had the right to decide the future for it. Um, yeah. And like I, 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 like, I knew that I would have been able to establish, like, for example, if I was going to leave the radio after this year, mm-hmm. I'm very confident that the next board I would put into place would be really good. The board after that, really good. Board after that, really good. But then the board after that, board after that, five years down the line, 10 years down the line, I really thought this would be like just another university organization, which is a CV thing. You know, yeah, I it's think, just gonna end yeah. up like that. And I like, I know that a lot of people have have joined this now mm-hmm. for those reasons, and that's that's fine. But I don't want that to be at the core of it. And I see that with a lot, pretty much every other student organization is like people are really joining it for their CV. Oh. There's a, there's a lack of fun, and it's not with all of them, but at large, I think. And that, yeah. I, I I just I I knew that I. I really didn't want that. It creates kind of a game, right? Where people play pretend because they're like, I have to do this. I have to pretend like this is legitimate so mm-hmm. that it looks like it's justified that I put it on my CV. Yeah. yeah. But at the end, they're just going to, you know, those people who just do it for the CV or just, you know, to yeah. say, oh, I was in the radio. Eventually, they're going to, you know, get bored or even get tired. Or maybe well, even the radio decides, like, you're not putting up enough work in your, in your let's say, podcast. I mean, that's the thing. The it gets boring. I mean... Yeah. More like they're pretending, so it's not that real, is it? <laughs> yeah, but you, you want to make something real. Somewhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I think people after a while it would get proper established, mm-hmm. and all of the goals that I have now would be established in terms of like getting live broadcasting more comfortable. But mm-hmm. as soon as you get comfortable, then it gets boring, and you, then you're just you're mm-hmm. just maintaining stuff. And I feel like that need to innovate would be lost and that's why mm-hmm. it's been so fun for me and everybody else who's been a part of it over the last two years is there's always been shit yeah, to do that's the driver we've always been like there's never been a moment of respite really mm-hmm. in any of mm-hmm. it um and i think that is that's really nice to have and the only way that i could see that continuing is that if i took it into being an independent station making yeah. into it into more of a startup um but yeah i had to figure out more long-term plans for it and my first plan was to take independent, which has now happened. Um, and then really the next thing we're going to be looking towards is live broadcasting. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be having at the beginning, like six hours a week of live broadcasting Ooh. on our website where we're going to have uh-huh. like shows with music by the licensing rights. Mm. So we can actually play tunes live on air. That sounds cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It should be good. And uh, that's going to be our main focus over the next uh-huh. few months. Getting the website online should be happening this week. Getting our articles more established, our video content, short films, all of these things. But I'd say like the mm-hmm. next main big thing is mm-hmm. the live broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, I want to get some sort of investment into the radio. Mm-hmm. We've got some clients at the, on the on the go at the moment who are going to be allowing us to do a lot more stuff, potentially getting into more rooms Sponsored. in the building. Sponsors maybe eventually, but I'm not looking towards that at the moment. Yeah. Mm. It's more, it's more uh, just getting to a situation where we're financially stable. Yeah. Step mm. by step, I think. You stable, can, yeah. yeah. And then I'd like to start um, paying people within the board mm-hmm. and people who are working on it uh, in an organizational facility. So I always want it to be a public radio thing where people like yourselves who have no experience mm-hmm. can come in with an idea mm-hmm. and just do a podcast, do a mm-hmm. live show maybe write articles in an environment which is very free. And yeah. I think firstly in terms of like paying everybody who'd be doing the podcast right now is just not feasible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also it creates that wrong environment. It creates a situation ah, where no people, 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Shit, man. No. <laughs> yeah. No, fair enough. I think it would also create like this incentive of people also starting it for the money as well. Yeah. Like let's just go for it. Like, you know, they pay us to be a part of it. And it also creates this 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 dynamic of like people need to be held to a very high standard. And we mm-hmm. do have standards here and like people won't get a show unless we think it's good. Yeah. And if people are slacking whatever way, we'll cut the show. But if people are coming in with content that's like good and it's theirs and it's like they like it, their friends like it, there's an audience for that. Even if I don't like it, like I don't like all of our content that we have, yeah. but that doesn't matter because it's not all for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think when you have a paid environment, if I was paying those people, I'd be like, wait, why the fuck am I paying yeah. stuff that I don't like? And it's like mm. it allows a far more freedom to just have it yeah. be public radio, but mm-hmm. being professionally run, if you see what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I want to get to a stage where that's happening. Uh, we have like 24-7 live broadcasting um, and then move into a much bigger space mm-hmm. where we can have like a proper event space, mm-hmm. a bar, um, kind of like a chill-out area with studios in the back for podcasts, mm-hmm. live broadcasting, uh, recording music. Um, also like a writing room if we're still going to have articles on the website. And then my final goal with it is to, once all that's in place and it's expanded even more and there's like, you know, hundreds of people who are either making stuff on the radio or like members in the sense that they get access to events or some kind of extra content, whatever. Uh um, They'd be paying like, you know, a membership fee like you guys had to pay, but obviously Mm. once we have more money, there won't be membership fees for anybody we're the first working. generation guys yeah. for the future podcast by the way you know we're the first <laughs> exactly yeah, <laughs> we yeah, started yeah. it we made the They're first look step back for you like, wow man <laughs> Ma- imagine when they started out like before 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 nathan went on to run google like fuck that was mad that's what i was telling him actually i was like imagine if the radio turns out to be something big i was like i'm going to i'm, I'm going to tell them to put my my um, like a portrait of me yeah, in the yeah, hallway, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, hall of fame. <laughs> yeah, hall hall of fame. fame. And then, like, I was, I was like, imagine someone that you know walks into the radio, and like, wait, isn't that Nathan? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what <laughs> is big, he doing? <laughs> big Dave, big Dave. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah that, that's actually a really good, you know, I- image of the future of the radio. And we're, we're honestly, I'm, th- me and Nathan are super excited. To see what the future is, and I hope you guys are as well. Because wait for uh, for the next Christmas episode in a year or two, it's gonna be way bigger, <laughs> way bigger, man. Way yeah, bigger. I I have huge plans for it as well. The the more the the radio grows, I think the more our show is gonna grow and the more fun it's gonna be. Definitely, we have, man. We have huge <laughs> huge plans for the imagination. But the last thing I wanted to say, real quick, yeah, because um, I know we're going over time a little bit, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but is. The final goal, so once all of that's established and we have, you know, a lot of people, mm-hmm. way more content in our own physical space, I want to start teaching people Dutch mm. um, in a very... Please teach me Dutch. <laughs> I mean, I like, that's, I that's been the thing. That. That's why I say to everybody, is like, yeah. we need, it's fucking ridiculous that I've lived here for five years and I can only have like a little chat with somebody in Dutch. Oh. <laughs> and like, I'm on the better end of the spectrum of people who have lived here <laughs> and like really? speak Dutch. And I like it's ridiculous, you know, because it's not a hard language to learn, but there's no motivation, there's no incentive mm. behind it. And I think, yeah, exactly. All is required is just a fun environment because when people move to new countries, they learn languages because they go out, mm. they meet people, they're in environments where the language is being spoken, so they just mm. learn it naturally. Like they might take lessons on the side, but it's really like that authentic motivation to learn it, to hear it, to just be around it. Yeah. 
And I think what's required for international people in this city is to be in a place where they feel at home around people they know who are all making that same commitment. All right, I'm a member of Slim Radio. I'm going to pay five euros per two-hour lesson, fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be with my friends, have a beer, get taught by people I might know. Mm-hmm. And just a really laid-back setting where everybody speaks Dutch. Also, mm. you will feel more free to speak Dutch because you, you yeah. won't have like the feeling like, oh, what if I say something wrong? Yeah. I feel oh, it's gonna be so awkward. Yeah, feels like it's a like community. Your friends, everyone, no one, no one here knows Dutch perfectly. You mm. all are just, you know, starting it, and it it might be way more interesting for you to like. Yeah, do you know this? You know, exchanging some knowledge in Dutch as well. Yeah, definitely, and That'll I think great. Yeah. it's uh, you know, I like I what I was saying before about community building and how there was a bit of a desire for mm-hmm. something existing for itself that's fun and creative. It's also about bringing international people together because yeah. there's a real lack of community amongst yeah. us. And I think it'd be a shame to bring people together in, in a way and then not teach them Dutch. Yeah. Because it's an opportunity <laughs> to do that, you know? Yeah, why not if you can? Well, I hope in a couple of years when you will re- re-listen to this podcast, you're like, ah, those are good times, small times. Now small it's too, times. Now yeah. it's just too large, yeah. wait twice the work. <laughs> you know, too many twice. too many supermodels and uh, private jets. Yeah, you know, it's so, so, it's lot, so many things. And then the helicopters like, on the way. Too man. many lawsuits. Yeah. Uh, fuck <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are common. Can't stand yeah. it. <laughs> one, uh, one day one of the podcasts is going to be like suing the whole radio. Ah, man, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, if it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, ho- gotta, hopefully it doesn't. You got to put the court case on live stream. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> podcast, podcast, court case. Yes, I'll agree to the court case, but only if we, only if we record it in the studio. <laughs> Can zone. I bring my recording team? Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a little roadcaster mask. <laughs> Can we bring job. this in? <laughs> yeah, the audio setup's a bit whack. Like the yeah. quality is not going to be mm, suitable. <laughs> Please mm. speak into the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. close the fam. Yeah. yeah, we're super actually, like honestly, super excited for the future of the radio and what's I'm, coming. I'm excited for this as well. It was lovely coming in to chat. Yeah, to you guys. it was, really it was great. It. Thanks for coming. Thanks a lot for coming and motivating all the listeners you know to start working after christmas indeed get off your ass man turkey's finished (laughs) might be some sandwiches left but Uh, yeah well you start this new cycle with some dreams yeah (laughs) some dreams man also (laughs) fucking dreams also it's almost new year so you gotta have the plans for new year's (laughs) Mm, amen amen yeah 2021 coming up a couple days left when this episode is out 2020 was uh interesting it was an interesting year. Interesting, it's, yeah. it's a weird, interesting year. It's like you have so many mixed feelings. But that's for another it's episode. Been a year of feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. It was great talking to Felix and all the future. I hope you all are also as excited as we are for the future of the radio. Maybe you'll be like, you can just brag in the future, like, oh, I was the one of the first listeners. Uh, bro, I used to listen to it when it got like 50 listens on SoundCloud. Yeah. Fam. All these I was people one of the first. Yeah. coming to the raves, you know, the big concerts, like, ah, fake fans, man. Fake fans. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. UVA will make raves. You heard it here first. Slim, <laughs> slim, slim. Radio will make That's raves, guys. You're just gonna come here. Not, not the Uva. They wouldn't yeah. do such a thing. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> imagine no. the. <laughs> imagine that was the whole point, actually. So you can make some raves. That's why you changed the name. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> smiley. Uh, he smiley. the code. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bigger reason yeah. than I'd like to admit. All right. Thank you all, guys. Thank, Thank you, you all for listening. It was great talking to Felix about the future, and we hope to see you soon with the next episode. Sweet. Bye. Bye.